Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning, it's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Who is that guy? I love his voice. Oh, it's me. <laughs> hey, welcome to week 11, episode 11, and it's basically time to teleport our minds back to 1989 for another week of back-to-back meh and Teenage Tandy's diary style. To set things in place musically, we always revisit what songs were making their chart debut on this week in 89. Uh, so for March 19, it was a huge week for Madonna. Honor, like a Prayer, debuted at number three. All the other chart arrivals that week couldn't muster anything near that impressive debut. We had uh, Mark Armand, The Black Sorrows, and Holly Johnson's Love Train all arriving outside the top 30. We, of course, are only a day away from seeing our Prime Minister at that stage, Bob Hawke, sobbing on national TV as he admits to being unfaithful to his wife, Hazel. And speaking of being unfaithful, or even faithful, if you want to meet someone in 89, you've got to get out there and mix with actual living breeds people in bars, clubs or such and such because there's no dating apps. There's no apps at all. There's also no selfies, no social media, no dick pics unless you took the film to a sex shop that printed raunchy pics for those kind of memories. But also, who wants to bump uglies when just two years earlier we'd grown up watching the Grim Reaper 10-pin bowling peeps into oblivion as part of an AIDS commercial that ran on Australian TV? I was actually petrified. Uh, coming up, 19-year-old me gets my tourist on and explores the Pilbara. I'll watch and review a VHS video starring one of the biggest teen stars of the 80s, endure the worst shift on air ever, plus depression kicks in when I have to come to terms with saying goodbye to two of my radio workmates when our sales girl Yvonne and my radio roomie Glenn both announced they're leaving Caratha in the same week. <laughs> Poor me. Uh, to help me work through all that and more, it's time to welcome another one of my besties. Who is that? 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 It's the lovely Ella Hooper. Hi, babes. It's me. Oh, my God. It's so nice to be on the show. 
Thank you so much for can taking I, time out for me in can ISO. I, pretend, oh, I love you. I miss you. I miss seeing you in, in the flesh, but ISO will do. Um, but I just feel excited because I feel like I'm going to be transported to <laughs> the 80s, which I don't really remember being no. I'm just a whisker younger than you. They're a bit of a primary school blur. Um, so this is exciting. Let's go full 80s. Let's do it. All right. Well, we, we always start with how did we meet? And you and I have sort of met on two occasions. And to set up the first occasion, I've actually got our first meeting recorded um what? I've, yes i've edited a section oh, of, that's kind of creepy but amazing but, <laughs> it's full creepy. What? but only because i had uh, cd copies of all the interviews we did on the uh, top 30 or the top 40 bad boy oh and the vixen God. and of course killing heidi came to perth and i've edited a sample here's a little bit of my first chat with you your brother and the rest of the bandmates. oh get out i love it all right here it is please welcome ella jesse warren and adam Yay. Hello. hello how are you hello. going hello. fine hello. how are you guys we're good. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Fresh. Yeah. Now, we've, we've heard a rumour that you actually own Perth after yesterday's All Ages game. Yes, we do. <laughs> How was it? How we was did it? our best last night. It was wild. It was really, really good. Obviously, Metropolis City, if anyone's been there, knows what it's like to be in the audience. But what's it like to be on stage? Because you've got balcony on top of balcony on top yeah, of balcony. It was a bit of a spin out, actually. And you had people really hanging wild. off the balconies. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea that it had so many, like, tears and balconies and stuff. <laughs> I can, hear, oh I can hear the nerves in my voice. <laughs> Like, I, I was like, oh, my God, I had, I had no idea. It had so many tears. Like, I sound like a child. You were a child. <laughs> years done, I, well, actually, I was a child. <laughs> I remember that interview, Ben. That was the funniest what? thing. Then was No, that all came flooding back. The wow. weirdest thing was because I, I guess we were still pretty new to doing radio interviews and stuff back then. I think you really stood out because yeah, that seriously wow. – triggered a genuine memory um you know the way you said something about like now you actually own Perth now and I don't think I'd ever heard that expression before or whatever I was like that's so cool Aww, crazy so, so we've been friends for so long yeah so we sort of met through radio and I always enjoyed when you and Jesse used to come in because you're just honestly perfect humans just lovely um <laughs> but then we got to work together when we were doing the Oz Top 20 as well exactly I know it's like you know well you know if anyone out there listening doesn't know how much I love a chat they're about to <laughs> can talk can talk underwater so you know I do so many interviews and I think somebody must have been at Fox at the time I was like gee that chick does like a chat maybe she should try out do some radio herself and I was so lucky to land you as that mentor as that person who showed me the ropes um side by side like I had no idea what I was doing back in the early days you were so amazing holding my hand and teaching me the craft of radio and we Stop did it. so good in our first year. No, seriously. Like it's not something as even if you are good at chatting and talking, it's a completely different art having guests and being prepared for interviews and not cutting them off and asking open questions and all yeah. of that stuff that you were just a master at. You're a master. So oh. I think I just was like the cat that got the cream. I was so lucky to have you as my first and my favourite, obviously, radio co-host. Well, I also love that we managed to snaffle you a Best Newcomer Award from the Radio Awards as well. That was my favourite achievement. I love it. I don't know who we paid for that one. But <laughs> we have to pay to care. enter, but I don't know if we paid anyone off. You actually won it fair and square with a 60-second audio sample of you on air. <laughs> Which you probably edited up for me, you dream. Sure though. did. Look, look, the Accra is half yours, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to get stuck into this diary. I can't guarantee it's going to be entertaining, but I'm sure you and I will make it bearable at least. <laughs> oh, 
Benny, I cannot believe the detail. I'm already enthralled at the detail of I want to know about that movie you saw with Molly Ringwald. I want to know about the Pilbara, ah, all of it. Yep, there's, and there's lots of time calls. <laughs> I love writing a time of what I do think. <laughs> loser. A what? A time call. So like, I put down when I wrote the diary, um, also what time I get up and go to breakfast and work and Whoa. lunch. And, yeah, for some <laughs> reason I thought noting the time was important. <laughs> All right, so we're starting on uh, Sunday, March 19 at 12.59am I wrote this entry. Got to sleep at about 1 last night, up at 4.30 for breakfast shift again. So I did a Sunday brekkie shift. Bit slower this time. Sunday breakfast doesn't go as fast. Glenn and I then went on a tour to some of the other towns around here for the rest of the day. We went to Cossack, the site of the first settlement in all of Western Australia and a heap of other places. Got home, cooked up some tea and watched telly for a while and now I'm going to bed. See ya! 101am. P.S. Emma rang today, so did Mum. Ain't that nice? Aww. Were you just like a babe in the woods just exploring WA? Completely. And I was such a mummy's boy shut in. Like, never lived away from home, never shared a house. It's a big move. It like was it, terrifying. I, I, know, I know you've probably covered this, Benny, but that is something that I don't think I would have had the balls to do. Like, lots of my friends went overseas for a year and they did that exchange, you know, late in high school or whatever, or you do your first gap year and you travel. But this is huge, moving, being a mummy's boy and then going to the other side of the country alone. But I just wanted to I be a radio don't... announcer so much and that's what you had to do and someone was okay, willing so to give really you a job. Was... Oh, yeah. It was like I had this vision and Did that was all. the dream? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know where Caratha was when I got the job. I remember my mum telling me, you're moving to Caratha, And I went, where the hell is that? Who knows where it is now? I mean, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so true. I mean, the world's gotten a bit smaller, but not that small. <laughs> no, it's just a mining town um, before Broome, really, near, near Carnarvon. I think you would have and... gone down great with the miners. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I fit in so well. <laughs> Like seamless transition. <laughs> All right, let's take in uh, Monday, March 20. No time recorded, so I obviously wrote this two or three days later. It was wonderful to sleep in today. Till 12, actually. I love that I wrote this later, but I still remember times. Till 12, actually. <laughs> got into work at 2, did some commercials and my shift, and that was basically it. Very regular and normal day. And that's it. See ya. Okay, no content for a Monday. <laughs> well, it is Monday, Monday. The week's just heating up. Who knows what's about to happen? <laughs> Not a lot, I guarantee. Sweet <laughs> 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 <All right>. FA. <laughs> this is March 21. It's a Tuesday. Again, no time. What did I do today? Again, this is another question I've written with no question mark on the end, which you would hate because I know how you're uh, such a spelling and, and <laughs> comma Nazi. Grammar Nazi. <laughs> Grammar Nazi. <laughs> Where, is it? It. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So what did I do today? Not much really. Got into work at about, well, a couple of minutes before two. So looks like I'm just trying to fill the page. Had heaps of commercials to do. Found out today that Yvonne is leaving, which was a real shock. I don't want her to leave because she's so nice and she's an excellent sales girl. Oh, well, she's going to better things. My shift went well and that's about it, I think. And nothing else. <laughs> this is the beginning of the mass exodus. With yeah, so yeah, actually, leaving. that is the first announcement of someone leaving from my life as far as a work colleague, and that happens so much in radio. You make these great oh, friendships, and yeah. then suddenly they're fired or they get a new job. Yeah, and you do form really like like with us too. You, you often get very close to the person. Like our friendship's gone on and on and on outside of work, of course, but 
it's one of those things in the entertainment biz I don't know that people quite know is that, yeah, you're you're a bit fly in, fly out. You're yeah. a bit here, there and everywhere. We're all like gypsies chasing the job and chasing the dream. Yeah, and you would have shared so many amazing moments with like band members and then they move on to other bands or can't be hired for other or, roles. And- or you bust up and you're like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> you're not my muse anymore. Quite intense. <laughs> yeah, you're not my mother. All right, let's take our broken hearts into Wednesday, March 22. Well, today I went into work at one so that I could get my commercials out of the way before the college show began, which, just in case you're unaware, was a show where um, students would come in and we'd host it um, with them. It was boring as hell. Finished them all just in (laughs) time. Sorry. Sorry, students that I worked with. It sucked. It sucked. (laughs) Finished all the ads just in time, recorded the college show between three and four, went home just before five, watched television, went back to work, started shift, and Glenn went off to do some stuff and came back at about 10 with some tea. I haven't listed what my tea is. Boo. Uh, Mark Littler, the guy who I replaced, rang to speak to Glenn, got home after my shift and watched a video called The Tempest with Molly Ringwood in it. It's a great movie. The scenery is absolutely incredible. Oh, well, see ya, Ben. And I did look up that movie. It was like one of the first main films that Molly Ringwald did in 1982. So it's before 16 oh. Candles, Pretty in Pink and um, The Breakfast Club, which are such great movies. Are and they it, all the John Hughes movies? Is yeah, they are is? all the John Hughes, Hughes movies. Who also uh, did... I was getting him mixed up with John Waters. He did like all the Home Alones and um, I'm sure... Oh, wow. Planes, Trains and Automobiles was his as well. Uncle Buck. He was such a great oh movie God, creator. Fire. I know. On fire. All right, let's keep going. This is uh, Thursday, March 23, and this is written at 12.19 a.m. Today was awful. Got up this morning. Well, starts really well. Got up this morning, went to work at about 11.35. Day off today, but we were having lunch at Tavern. Oh, that makes no... We were having lunch at the Tavern, maybe? So I came along. Had lunch, obviously. Got a big box from Mum and Dad, and it had Easter eggs and some little toys in it. Anyway, after lunch, Glenn got a call to say he got another job. He accepted it, so now he's going in a week's time. So I'll be living here all alone, and I'll have to get a replacement, which sucks. But that's life, I suppose. I'll have to get used to it. I just wish Cindy and Colin lived here still. Oh, well, I'm really depressed now. Mum rang up, had a chat. And later on, I called mum up to chat again. And then I called Kerry. We had a big chat. It was great. Oh, well, night, night, sob, sob, 12.35 a.m. Oh, no sad little baby Benny. I, yeah, I don't like it. You really are alone. Like this is like, as we know, you're so far from friends and family. These people are really oh, your lifeline. Yeah, they really were. And I so at that age, I was kind of like, if I'm alone in a room, that means I'm a loser. So the whole idea of being in a huge house by myself was terrifying. <laughs> I remember that age, actually. I remember, it's so funny as you get older. Oh my God, I'm I'm actually almost too far the other way now. <laughs> like I'm so, I know we're both like really happy hermits, but yeah. when I was young and I, I grew up really isolated too, like up in the hills in the forest. And I used to like, cry myself to sleep because my FOMO was so intense. Oh, my God. Stop breaking my little teenage heart. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the opposite now. I'm like, give me those hills. Get me yeah, alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I don't want to have anyone around me. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody ever. Oh, it's such a, a thing that comes with growth and oh, time. Yeah, it is. Isn't it funny? It must have some biological reason behind it. Like we're meant to be pack animals then, but then we get crutchier yeah. and grumpier as we get older. We push yeah. everyone away. Once we've had our hearts trampled on a few times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Once we've been let down by the world. Yeah. Damn you, you're never my friend. Once we're broken. Right. <laughs> I feel like we're getting distracted. I'll have Sorry. to push the tangent alarm. I, I actually can't believe that happened soon. Well, I did consider it, but I thought, oh, that's too much fun. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will bring the tangent alarm like in there. Yeah, that's my version of a slime on this show. <laughs> All right, let's take in Friday, uh, March 24. This was written at 4.01am. Jeez, always been a night out. Well, what a day I've had today, or yesterday rather, considering the time. Because it's a public holiday, we don't have to start work until our shift begins. E.g., today it was 2 till 6pm. Anyway, I had unfinished ads to do, so I went in at 12. My shift went terrible. Oh my god, I love this. I ran out of things to say, and I ended up rambling on, saying stupid things, doing stupid things, got home afterwards and sat down and started writing letters... I'm writing letters to all those people who I neglected to write to. I wrote something like six letters, all of varying lengths, and I've decided I can't go on now. I'm having trouble writing this even. My hand is trembling and it hurts. Oh, well, see ya. Nighty night, 4.19am. I think I was a pen gripper. You know when you hold the pen too tight? So writing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. six letters and then a diary entry, man, my hand would have just been like a, a claw. <laughs> I just can't believe that we're in a pre-touch pad, pre-laptop, pre-MacBook, pre-iPhone yeah, reality here. Constantly long distance phone calls at the phone box on the corner or writing letters. Oh and I, there's God. a few instances where I'd sit down and talk to a cassette tape and record that and then send the cassette tape to my friends to listen to and they'd record one together. Oh, that's and send adorable. Back to me. I know. If I could find one of those cassette I wish tapes we could do now. That. <laughs> I love that. That's got so much romance. Like that's so uh, growing up in Australia to me, just in that era. Yeah. yeah, I remember making little tapes. And I do remember pretending to be the radio DJ on those little tapes do when you? I was a kid. Je- <laughs> Jesse, yeah, Jesse and I would be like, you're listening to like Hooper Radio and we're going to Oh, my God. I want to hear those cassettes as well. I Wouldn't that be? I think I saw one a fair few years ago. I came across one of those tapes, but I have looked for it since and can't find it. But, oh, if I ever find it, I'll send it straight to you. <laughs> then you got to find an actual cassette player to Put it on to well, me. good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let's take in. Cheese, cash converters, mate. <laughs> yeah, they've probably got hundreds of them. Uh, this is from March. <laughs> The 25th, it's a Saturday, and this was written at 12.01am. Had the day off today, didn't get up until 12.25 this afternoon. I love that I've written until 12.25pm this afternoon. PM would imply it's the afternoon, you idiot. Anyway, because of the late (laughs) night last night, I sat around the house for a while. Glenn and I went to town, did some shopping, went and hired a video to watch, then got home. He went to bed because he's been up early with his breakfast shift. I went down to the station at about six to record an ad with Cindy. Got that finished at about seven, went home and Glenn and I went down to Dampier, which is 10 minutes from Caratha, and had tea at the Captain's Galley, which is a wonderful seafood restaurant they have there. The food was great. Well, that's it for now. Breakfast tomorrow. See ya, 12.06am. Oh, I loved the captain's galley so much. I'm kind of picturing fisherman's basket, prawn yep, cocktail. Yeah, definitely a fisherman's basket. And because it was the northwest mm-hmm. of WA, there's crayfish for mm. days. Oh my god! The seafood was so good. You know what else this podcast is doing? It's getting me the fuck out of lockdown. Like I feel like I'm somewhere. <laughs> I can feel the. 
Paratha heat and smell the seafood and all oh, the blue water. Yumsies. <laughs> I do distinctly remember being at Captain's Galley one time and going to salt my fisherman's basket and someone had loosened the lid on the salt and pepper shaker so that <gasps> when I tipped it, the salt just all poured out. And then I just basically <gasps> spent the whole night wiping salt off chips and fish and eating it. And then Ew. when I... Then when the owner of the captain's galley came up and said, how was your dinner? I said, oh, it was great, but I spilled all the salt. And he goes, why don't you tell me? I would have done you a new one. I was like, oh, my God, I ate all that salty shit when I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I can't, I can't eat something if, I, if I've accidentally oversalted it or whatever, which I hate that ha- happens quite a bit. I'm an idiot. Like, I think I want it really salty. And then like, and I've ruined, I've ruined so many meals and you can't, un- you can't undo it. No, you can't unsalt. <laughs> I've assaulted my own mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's so annoying. It's so unenjoyable. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me, Ella. Oh, oh, I miss you and it's just been so nice to go to Karatha with you and even right back to after that gig in Perth, that's just blown my mind. Yeah, I knew you'd love that little bit. Bad boy Ben and the Vixen. Yeah. Well, oh, I, this is amazing. I definitely You're have to have awesome. you back. Oh, I'll come back. I'll come back for sure. Obviously, I'm talking my head off, but I think I also want to write a diary after this. Is that the normal effect on guests? I don't do know. they want to start No one journaling? said that, but you should. Yeah, let's do that. We can revisit I mean, it in 20 years. I won't be saying all about the times. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be writing down <laughs> Yes. I think I'll just be like more like thoughts and feelings, you know, that yeah. kind of shit. The right uh, way to do a diary. <laughs> no. I all right. Well, like oh, thank, thank you, you again. Darling. I love you with all my heart. And, of course, we should say in the next episode, my talent for saying and doing stupid things on air continues. In fact, I'll become so skilled at it, I'm actually going to bring the stupidity into my off-air life. I reach peak-level pull-your-head-in mode, launching a half-page potty mouth filled attack on a client simply because she wasn't keen on a commercial that I did for her. It is actually really unhinged and hideous, but that's what you can expect from 19-year-old me. I get intoxicated and just casually drive my radio roomie Glenn to the bus stop for his trip to his brand new job. Thank God he survived. Plus someone farts in the booth while I'm on air, which seems only fair. And once again, in an effort to raise Indigenous voices, every episode we like to spotlight a First Nation artist, business or service. And this time it's Reconciliation of Australia, they're a not-for-profit and the national body for reconciliation in Australia. They're all about strengthening relationships between Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and non-Indigenous peoples for the benefit of all Australians. And their vision is, is a just, equitable and reconciled Australia. And there's heaps of great content from them. You can find them at reconciliation.org.au or Insta under Reconciliation Oz, A-U-S. I want to drop my standard props and thanks to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme. Jezalenko too for all the other bits and shits I throw in and amongst things. I can get a new episode every Monday and Friday. It helps us a bunch too if you subscribe and leave us a review. And if you think you know someone who might enjoy the podcast, please feel free to share the love. I would love you to introduce this show to someone that you reckon needs a bit of a giggle. And of course, until the next step, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya, boy.